Good afternoon, Lisa. How are you doing? Hey, Patrick. I'm doing pretty good. How are you today? I'm doing as, as good as I can under the circumstances. Yeah. Uh, so today we're going to start our first kind of sermon talkback series. And so um, as we meet virtually uh, as a staff every week, we're trying to come up with new and creative ways to interact with our congregation to provide more um, materials, whether it be for devotion or, or just for something for them to, to digest and reflect on during the week. And so one of the ideas that came up was a, a kind of a sermon talkback. So after every sermon, reflecting with someone on our program staff about some of the themes to get maybe a new perspective or to go deeper into what Rob or Luke or you or myself or Anne or anyone talked about. And so uh, today we heard a really great sermon from uh, Rob and Luke about choice. And it was uh, one of those conversational sermons, one of my favorites, uh, not only to, to kind of prepare for, but also to, to listen and to take in. Um, and so I just wanted to touch on a few of those highlights with you today about um, some of the things they said and kind of get your perspective on them. Um, today, the, the theme was choice. And so uh, Rob and Luke kind of really talked about all the different choices we're making in this time. And so we've had a choice made for all of us uh, in the entire world, pretty much. And that choice uh, was made. We didn't have any say in the matter. Um, but then we are presented with a myriad of other choices. Rob said, you know, we could just stoically sit by and endure, uh, but that's really not what we're being called to and not what uh, we were being called to by Jesus in the Sermon on the Mount. Um, but the, the first question I wanted to ask you about was uh, Luke and Rob kind of had a, a funny little back and forth where Rob was asking Luke, you know, how are you really getting by during this time? Because Luke, we know, is a relational creature. His theology is really built around community and experiencing God um, fundamentally in, the, in a relational sense. And then uh, Luke kind of came back to Rob and said, well, you know, you, you're kind of defined by the incarnation. That's your gig. And they, they kind of had a little back and forth there. Um, so I wanted to ask you, what is the way that you experience God or how, what informs your theology the most? And how has that been um, challenged during this time? Well, you know, I'm coming fresh off of uh, Board of Ordained Ministry interviews. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so this, this theme is pretty easy to talk about because it's something that I've had to think about a lot um, to be able to, to relate to people like where I'm coming from and where my calling mm -hmm. is. And one of the things that's come up over and over again over these past few years in this process is how connected I am to relationship. Um, mm -hmm. So um, in a way, it's a lot like Luke, um, mm -hmm. that, that I experience God and community and, and, and being community um, mm -hmm. and staying connected to people relationally. Like I, I, I kind of, I don't know, I think I like filter everything through that sort of connectionalism. Um, mm -hmm. And so, you know, this time of being socially distant is um, it's interestingly enough, it's a gift to me in one way because I'm an introvert. And so like I mm -hmm. have to, in, in spite of the fact that I'm a relational person, I have to be um, really cognizant about how much time I spend with people yeah. because it tends to drain my energy. Like I give a lot to it. Yeah. Right. And, but it doesn't, it doesn't um, give back to me mm. necessarily, yeah. but you know, it's still something that I very, that very much value. So it's been a gift yeah. because 
<laughs> I'm dealing with less people on a daily basis in, in my mm -hmm. other job um, at yeah. the diocese um, as an executive assistant. Um, in, but in this job, um, as a congregational care minister, um, it, it feeds right into my experience of the divine, mm -hmm. to be yeah. able to connect with people, especially in times of crisis when people are um, troubled. Um, I was talking to somebody the other day, um, and, and they were, you know, talking about funeral plans. And I said, you know what, it's, it's, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine with talking about all of this. I have no qualms yeah. about this. You know, like I can be straight yeah. up and stuff doesn't really bother me. Um, yeah. You know, so I don't get like offended or scared. It's mm -hmm. thank goodness. I have a, a gift of being able to yeah. sort of be with people like right where they're at um, for the most part. But yeah. So it, we're just having to figure out how to do it differently. Like I've been on yeah. the phone a lot um, and I'm, and I miss being able, like we've had a couple of people in the hospital um, that we haven't been able to go visit, you know? Yeah. Um, and I miss that because mm. um, I think it means a lot. You can see people's faces light up when you walk in the room. I know you experience that too. Yeah. when you go visit people at the hospital. Um, and it's just making that connection, that joy of like, you know, mm -hmm. You, you care about me and we connect because we understand that we're doing this out of God's love. Yeah. I, yeah. I wanted to commend you on, you do such a good job keeping us really connected and, and caring for one another. And what you were saying, you are uniquely gifted to, to do those things and to sometimes wade into the, the, the difficult things that other people would recoil from. Um, and being a, a connectional person like you, loving the relationship, um, it has been hard. And so uh, that was feeds right into my second question. Um, Rob said, you know, we can call the people right around us in the pews. Um, but you and you were saying, you know, we've had people in the hospital. and It's been so hard to not be able to go see them physically. But what are some ways um, that we as a staff and you specifically uh, can give us that we uh, can either reach out or try to continue to care for our congregation during this, this, t this time? What are the choices we could make to use the, the verbiage from the sermon? <laughs> That's, yes, um, we do. We do have choices. So um, everyone can choose to either um, call or email us. Um, our contact information is on the web page. Um, it was on the jot and tittle that just went out. It was like right up front on the jot and tittle um, links to be able to connect to our emails. So my email address is lretu, L-R-E-T-T-E-W, that's wetter backwards, um, at <laughs> centralumc.org. Or you can call me at the church office, extension 1305. And that, um, that voicemail, if, if it happens to go to voicemail, um, which being part-time, I can't always pick up the phone. But um, that voicemail actually gets um, emailed to me as a, a, a voice file or whatever you call those things. Mm -hmm. um, but I can hear it through my email. So um, I get connected that way. Um, and so definitely you know, let me know about prayer requests. You can do that through the prayer request link on our website. You can email me directly. It comes to my email. Um, and definitely let us know if there's people that are in the hospital or if your relative is having surgery. And right now we can't necessarily be with our folks in the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, that happened We've been last told week. not today. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that happened last week to, uh, to one of our members. Um, and that's a tough thing. So, you know, let us know so that we can at least pray with you 
Um, mm-hmm. And definitely pray for your family member um, because when all that information comes into me, then I email it back out to you guys. And we actually have like a, a shared document that we're yeah. forming right now so that we can keep up with people that are, you know, having especially hard times right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're really trying to be uh, vigilant about that and making yeah. sure that everybody gets connections from their church. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that, that Rob and Luke talked about today that I wanted to kind of your input on, there was two. Um, one is that uh, Luke was pretty confessional when he said, you know, this is really pushing me to, to realize how powerful the spirit is, right? And um, during this time at Easter, you know, we really focus on, um, or Lent moving towards Easter, we focus on, you know, God the Son. I feel like that is uh, really what our focus is on, is on Jesus and um, you know, God and God's uh, wisdom and, and Jesus. But um, right now, because we're being forced to be, uh, you know, more physically distant, um, we, we're having to lean more on, on the, the power of the Holy Spirit. And so Luke was confessional saying, you know, this time is really um, kind of building up the way that I see the Spirit. Is it doing the same for you? Or um, how do you feel the Spirit moving in your life right now? Yeah, um... It's interesting. And in my prayer, I'd actually that I wrote before this, you know, and I write all this before the sermon. And I love the way that Holy Spirit weaves everything together because we all sort of we all take like a basic theme or the scripture or something. Mm -hmm. And then we have our different parts in worship. And then we just sort of bring it together. We don't like rehearse. We don't go, oh, let's do, you know, let's use these words. And Patrick, it's like every Sunday there is that continuity of, you know, of the same words or this, or just the same sort of concept that we didn't necessarily talk about, but there it is. It pops up in worship. And I, and I feel that, I feel the spirit just kind of getting that message out, you know, helping us to communicate what needs to be communicated. Um, Cause I said in the prayer this morning, um, that you know, to be that we were thankful for the creativity of the spirit and what did Robin Luke talk about the creativity of the spirit um yeah and uh, I prayed about embracing opportunities and finding new ways to be church and we can look at this time as being you know a way that we've had to put church on hold in a lot of ways mm-hmm. but church is not on hold yeah like we're just being challenged to figure out how to continue church in whole new ways um to stay connected to still to still do mission together to still care for each other um and i think i think it's really cool like it's frustrating because i don't always like to do things that are new and unknown um yeah i like routine I like, I like my couch, you know, I like, I like things that are familiar. You know, I'm not one that goes out and like, if I have free time, I don't just go out and do something new. That's not me. I kind of settle in my little routine and do my things that I know. Well, we can't right now. Um, But instead of sitting back and feeling sorry for myself because I can't do things the way that I'm used to doing them. I, I'm finding it kind of fun and joyful to, to try new things. Yeah. And I think that that's another thing about Holy Spirit. Like 
we can feel moved and called and guided to go in one direction. And we may find out that somebody else is already moving in that direction, you know, yeah. and those, and those things kind of come together. We also may find out that that wasn't the direction we needed to go in the first place. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. Cause we can, we can try something else. Um, I love, so it's, I love it's like, that. it's forgiving, right? Yeah. I love that. You, the, it's just so much the spirit because you just basically moved me right into the final question I had for you, which was, you know, that we are still in the making, that we didn't get to just hit pause and that church didn't get to hit pause and that life didn't get to hit pause, um, but that we are still, you know, learning and growing as people and that, um, as Rob said today, God is still moving and the spirit is still um, moving over the waters. And uh, you and I had talked about this uh, a little bit earlier uh, in the day, which is we're still figuring out what it means to, to be church and to, to do community um, virtually, you know, for such a time as these that we are, <laughs> that we are called, but uh, we are still trying to figure this out. Um, and you made the comment to me before we uh, started talking today uh, about what a better uh, resource that we're using than we made the road by walking because we're really cutting this path together as a church. And so um, when you, when you see that uh, we're still moving and we're still growing as a church and uh, I'm going to, read to you the McLaren quote that Luke read today. Um, and I just want to get uh, your take on it um, before we close. Uh, and so that, that quote is from the preface and uh, McLaren says, I believe that all of us play a role in choosing and creating our futures as individuals and as communities. We do not need to wait passively for history to happen to us. We can become protagonists in our own story. We can make the road by walking. So how are we going to make the road by walking um, as central as we move together and try to move uh, with the power of the Holy Spirit? Um, just what are some some quick ways and then I'll get you out of here. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've already seen that happening with our staff, um, with the kind of with the kind of creativity and the, and the new ways that we've learned to depend on each other. Mm -hmm. um, I, I think that we're that I think that we're discovering um, sort of a, a different way of being together, which is really good. Um, and I think that, that that's true also for our membership, that mm -hmm. people are, are seeing where the holes are, you know, that are left by not being together on Sunday mornings or at journey groups or at Theology Pub. Um, they're seeing those holes and feeling those and, and, and missing that connection with people. And so these ideas, the spirit is moving and mm -hmm. these ideas are popping up and people are reaching out and wanting to connect. They're wanting to help. They're, you know, everybody's offering to try to ease this pain and suffering that we're going yeah. through um, of, of this unfamiliar and very scary time. Um, and so we are, we're, we're making the road by walking. We're, we're like trying new stuff and figuring out new things. And we're doing it all as a community, not just to support each other, but to support the, the mission of the church in the world. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for, for talking today. I hope that our conversation might um, spark in others uh, just the thought that, you know, we are doing this all together. And they ended with that Robert Frost poem today. Mm. Uh, and I love that, that, you know, sometimes the path that is uh, less traveled isn't going to be the easiest path. Uh, we're going to sometimes have to, to trample down weeds and, and clear it out so that we can have a road to even walk on 
in the first place. Um, but I am very thankful that uh, we are doing this together, not only just you and me and the rest of the staff, but all of Central. And I'm thankful for your friendship and your leadership during this time. Um, and just remind us one more time, if, we, if there are prayer requests, they can email you or they can call you. Yep. And if email, someone is in the hospital, call. email and call as well. Yes, definitely. Perfect. Definitely let us know. And there's lots of ways to do it. And we, we will be as responsive as possible, but we definitely get those very quickly. Yep. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. I hope Thanks, the rest Patrick. of your Sunday is great. Thanks. You too. Good to see you. You too. Bye. Bye.